This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo! It is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast. But it's not another edition. It's an in-person edition. What? I'm looking at you. Your microphone sounds Look good. Look at you. My microphone sounds good. We're looking each other in the eyes. It's We're saying exciting. through each other's eyes, we are saying, who let the fills get hot? <laughs> it is a remarkable day. Uh, and honestly, this is the first time we've done a podcast together in person since before I was heading down to Clearwater to meet my good, close, personal friend. Wow. Has it been that long in that other room over yeah. there? Wow. Yeah. The studio that what we a momentous been, moment this is. We haven't been allowed to go in that studio in a year and a half. Uh, you, I don't realize it because we see each other literally every day for the last however many years yeah, every I mean, single day yeah, literally every day. yeah there's lot. not one day it's like no. oh oh don't get to see you today <laughs> so so it's here good. we are it's good here we are how was your wedding uh it was wasn't my wedding it was my friend's wedding i know we all know you're already married homeowner guy everyone yeah. knows here on this Very... podcast i think people know who jill is yeah no and when people listen to this podcast they think wow jack really is mature yeah um, oh he's for, a, a, yeah. A, just an adult it's it's good. The wedding was good. Um, I gotta say, really hot. Uh, shout out to James and Tay for having a four minute ceremony. That is outside. amazing. That so, is like brilliant right there. Yeah, I mean, quick in out, bang bang, very fast. And amazing. at the end, I was like a little too fast, but I get it. I, <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate getting Plus, out of there. Knowing you, I, I'm sure not being able to wear shorts the wedding was probably a real issue. Um, for you. it was. I I, I <laughs> try to wear I try to wear shorts most of the time. Now I know I, I know I do have a couple questions oh, that I just want to throw up okay. before we get You're to good it. good please. So like. Any of them about Jim Nance? No, none of them. Are. Okay, he was not at the to... wedding. He didn't narrate the I wedding. I have my notes in front of me because we're looking at each other, so right. I just want to throw that in quickly so I don't like yeah. get by the end. Also, so. it's like really, <laughs> it's really <laughs> weird <laughs> trying to do a podcast looking at you. I know it's different. I know because I'm used to like, oh, I know James's cue when I can talk. <laughs> I know, I know. So I have a question. Okay, all I'm right. Ready. So like, and I've had a, I had a personal conflict sitting there watching the bridesmaids come down. Okay. Come down the aisle. Okay. And I'm just a thinking, weird leading, but go. I know, but I'm just thinking there, like, how, what is the appropriate length to like watch the bridesmaids come? Because I don't want Jill to think, wow, he's like really looking at them. <laughs> like how intently should you like, be paying attention? But I also attention? don't want to not look because then yeah. it's also you look like you look rude yeah. doing that. Like how I I was like how long because these are my college friends, one of my college friends, mm-hmm. like looking at them. And then, like, it's just, it's the, it was the biggest question I had leaving the, the <laughs> wedding last night was how long is the appropriate length to to see the bridesmaids come down? Is it, like, five seconds, the courtesy <laughs> glance? I've never once thought about that. Dude, I just, I was sitting there, like, am I looking long enough? Am I not looking long enough? Am I being rude? Am I, like, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's a, it was a really tough predicament. I think it's a feel it out kind of thing. Yeah. You know, you're looking, glancing, looking, yeah. glancing. Yeah. I get yeah. a couple of double turns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, like, I don't like dancing. It'd be like, pretty funny if you didn't look at all and you just stared at Jill the whole time. Right, that's there, what like, I'm saying. Her, like, that would also be weird. It'd be really weird. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> people would be looking at you, being like, "What's he doing?" Yeah, well, that guy's, you know, calm down, mm-hmm. calm down, pal. Um, but yeah, it was good. Um, dancing is just a lot. I don't know, I'm, and it's really hard to dance when you haven't had enough. You know? Oh well, they, yeah, the, the liquid, yeah. dance courage. Yeah, you're gonna call it. Yeah, not for me, Jack. No, no, I'll dance all night. I'm, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. I, know. I know, I know. <laughs> so, um, I did. Uh, I was, I was debating whether or not I could pull off the rare feat of not checking my phone for the Phillies games. 
and then getting home later and well, watching. Well, I saw that tweet and I was like, this is the dumbest tweet. There is a 0% chance that you would not check your phone or find a TV at the website. Oh, you nailed it. Yeah, there was yeah. no percent chance. I, I, I could, it was like 24% said B and I was like, you 24% have never been more wrong in your life. Better. Yeah, so I got the score for game one, saw it. Didn't you do a video? I, I, I posted, feel like posted a video <laughs> mid-wedding. Like I saw a video yeah, out there. Mid-wedding, I saw I still had to get the the I still had to let the people know that I was uh, watching, <laughs> not watching, but following along. And then game two, I didn't even. Bother. I don't know what Emily would say to me if she caught me recording a, a Phillies reaction video at a wedding. <laughs> Listen, I would hope <laughs> like, she. What, I would hope she's, with you? I would hope she would have said, "We're at a I, wedding. I appreciate you. <laughs> yes, building the brand. Yes, yes. Yeah. Is that what Jill said? No, she didn't. No, 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 I'm shocked. She didn't. All right. Speaking of the brand, who let the Phils get kind of hot? Kind of hot. A little hot. No, who let the Phils be a, a above average baseball okay, team? Okay. We can go with that. I'm, uh, look, there's real reason for optimism. We'll get into all of it second half. Let, let's, uh, you know, ideally we would have recorded yesterday, but wedding, and we got to do it in person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we could have previewed the second half. Now we're like, in the second half. Yeah, but it's okay. yesterday didn't really happen. No, it, it literally, I mean, they're in the exact same position. They were actually no, half game better. That's right. Suck it, Mets. Yeah, we're getting closer. And and not only are the Mets losing, getting into fights on the field, Uh-oh. they're clearly unraveling. Did, uh, you saw this, did right? I, I did not see this. Oh, oh, Marcus Stroman and some dude oh, named no, 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 no. I John Nagurski or something. Yeah, I didn't even I, know he's a baseball player. Bronco Nagurski. I was like, who the hell is this guy? Um, but I did see that Lindor is, is banged up. Apparently. Uh-oh. 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 Um, so. Good, breaking the Phil's way, baby. Good, dude, everything's break. <laughs> everything is breaking the Phil's way except for, you know, the one thing they could do to make sure that things, you know, break oh, yeah. their way. Yeah. Yeah. The one yeah. Yeah, that would be simple. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah. Aaron, crazy, you're listening. You there. Crazy concept. If anyone wanted to settle the is Aaron Nolan ace debate, it's been settled. Not an ace. Well, that's how it's on the field. We can still have that debate. Um, Not but, an ace. But uh, yeah, it, it feels like everything's breaking the Phil's way. I just, I just need them to take advantage of it. I they need... need to win the next two, right? A, a splitting a doubleheader is okay, right? Like you can, like it's hard to sweep a doubleheader, even against a bad team. Like even we with see seven that, innings. and particularly with this Philadelphia Phillies team, whose record I don't know the numbers, but just from having watched a lot of doubleheaders the last year and a half. I'm guessing it's pretty crappy in doubleheaders, Jack, because I can't remember them ever sweeping one, much less, you know, usually taking one. I don't think I've ever seen a team sweep a doubleheader. <laughs> I know, you're right. Like, I don't think I've ever seen... so rare. I don't think I've ever seen a team just, like, take care of business and, and whatnot. And game two was a clear throw. He would show up. It was like, oh, we won game one. Let's just... And <laughs> it's so the Philly. It's like, again, we should have gone in and said, they're clearly going to win the Matt Moore versus Andy Alcantara game, and they're clearly going to lose... The the other game. Real quick, is it Alcantara or Alcantara? Because I've heard Sandy Alcantara. Okay, so that's what I heard announcers saying. Yeah. And then I ever I always thought it was Alcantara. I did too. But, but it seems Sandy like Alcantara. every announcer yeah. says, okay, so I go Alcantara. by Scott I go by Sky Fransky. Okay, and Fransky always says Alcantara. Okay. So we're going with a con- official. Yes. Okay. They won the Matt Moore game. Matt Moore struck out nine guys. All they do is win Matt Moore starts. I, know. I mean they're they're best s- opener in baseball. They're seven and one and Matt Moore starts best now. Best opener in baseball, Jack. If it comes down to it, and you have you have one game for this team to get into the playoffs, <laughs> and both Zach Wheeler and Matt Moore are fully resting, who yeah. are you starting? Well, yeah, I think you start Moore, and then you let Wheeler pitch the last five, and, and it's just a lock. Good idea. <laughs> right? Let Go the Phils get out to a big lead. Get the best opener out there, and then shut it down with your ace. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a good strategy. It's got to be, be honest. Some signs of life from Matt Moore. I, dude, 
nine strikeouts. Look, the Marlins stink. Nine strikeouts. And well, it looked good. The Marlins stink, except when they play the Phillies. Yeah, true. Let's get that out there. <laughs> very true. Um, Sadly, very, very true. Yes. Phillies have a zero run differential against the rest of baseball, but it's negative. Because of the Marlins. Because of the Marlins. How about that? Yeah, that's that's shocking. Um, I know. But, I mean, yesterday he was back to, he was back to um, you know, what he kind of saw in spring training, which was fastballs in, change-ups away, and mixing in that curveball. You ball mean back out. when you were in on Matt Yeah, it's back when I was Let's not let anyone forget. Jack Fritz fully bought in on Matt Moore. Matt Moore, who is good now, is I believe <laughs> you're what right one person said on this never podcast. Never wrong, is that what we're saying? Well, never wrong when Nappy catches him. I don't think Jay. Uh, I don't trust JT catching him. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah, his, that 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 bit is taking a real hit with Andrew Knapp's like 480 OPS on the season. Oh no, he can't hit. But <laughs> unbelievable, what happened? I mean, he's like the worst hitter on the team. Well, he did have a one year outlier last year. Yeah, but um, but I think the ERA. Pitching to Nap is three four, and it's four eight pitching to Jay. Or no 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 no, no. It's four. It's four three pitching to Nap, and like eight ten pitching to wow. JT. Wow, that's quite a difference. But right also there. that was also before he got hurt. But yeah. I did like the and plan. Small sample size. For yes. Well, everything's. I don't care about sample sizes. You know that. But um, I know. Three at bats. He's two for three. Best hitter I've ever seen. Yeah. Six sixty six. There's six sixty seven. Um, but he's pitching like like honestly. If you're giving me five innings of like just keeping yeah. the fills in the ball game, I'll take it. Five innings, two runs, you know, six strikeouts, seven strikeouts, whatever it's going to be. Yeah. 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 Now he's got a real four in here. Now he's got to go five innings still. Yeah. More in the four range. He I'll almost got there yesterday. He did. Felt like he was going to get there. I yesterday. know. I was like, you're there, buddy. Come on, you're Maddie. Gonna get that, you're going to get that W. You're going to get over the hump someday. Well, what, so now they're what? Seven, one in Matt, in Matt seven Moore's? Seven and one. And he's 0 and one, which is hilarious. Yep. <laughs> like the only decision he got was the one he lost. That's, that's, why, that's why him and Jacob DeGrom are very similar. Yeah. I, it's hard to tell them apart, Jack. M- many, <laughs> many people are saying the same thing around baseball. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was Look, good. And then, and then gotta be honest, the, uh, the seventh was a little too easy. Like it was a little too, there wasn't much drama. Mm-hmm. Like there was just the one hit. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was like nothing. Rangers comes in. Jo- Rangers Suarez, dude. Strikes out the side. Like just, was it? No, you get two out of three. Either way, strike out last batter. Like the Rangers just nails, dude. I know. And I can't tell, I guess I can't tell what the real upside is with them. Like, did we stumble upon a a good closer? Ah, I mean, maybe. Look, I think we always talk about, you know, look, we're big analytic guys and all that, but there are certain areas where we don't necessarily fully agree with a lot of the numbers, people, so to speak, or whatever. And one of those is with closers. Like, I do think there is a mentality you have to have, like a, a attitude you have to have. And Rangers, not your classic, you know, psychopath closer type of attitude, but he's clearly got ice in his veins like he's clearly just got that mentality of walking into any and we've seen it not just when he's closing this year but like how many times does it feel like he's walked in with like bases loaded one out or two on no out or whatever and he gets out of it every time it's like no situation seems to phase this kid does he have a pulse <laughs> so I'm wondering, does he have, like does he <laughs> feel does he feel anything like he's just like yeah, yeah there's 94 yeah, sure no there's deal. a change up yeah. you know just try to hit it and <laughs> yeah, i just I'll, I'll throw any pitch whatever yeah whatever yeah. oh you're prime barry bonds <laughs> cool i don't <laughs> no care worries. who yeah never heard of him um but yeah it's just and it's it's so refreshing i mean it's just so refreshing having a guy, guy like just throw strikes just come and throw strikes and not be afraid of the moment and like and then it's like doesn't crumble. Not psych himself out. And, yeah. 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 And I don't know how good he is. I mean, either either way. Either way. Even if he's not the closer, like, I would still endorse trading for Kimbrel if they can. Yes. 
because you know, look, because of his, his skill set, like that is really valuable around other spots. So it's like the Andrew Miller thing with the Indians back in the day. If he could be that kind of guy where you could bring him in in any high leverage situation in a game, and he could give you like two innings or plus or whatever, like that's a super valuable arm to have on your team outside of having a closer. Yeah, yeah. So it's he's definitely valuable, but um, and for this team. Should just stay there. I mean, for what? Well, for sure. Unless they're going to trade for someone, there's no one else on the roster. Even if he, even if he blows a game or whatnot, like I don't think it's going to turn into like a, a avalanche. Like I think he's going to be able to bounce back if things go wrong, and then come back next outing and just be the same steadfast guy that he always is. Yeah, I always says I always say players are human beings and not robots out yes, there. Yes, you said that before. No, I'm, I think Ranger might be a robot. Is what? I'm oh, he might be a robot. He might be the exception to the rule. Like he might not be a human. He might not be. He might just be a robot. He like might just be a Terminator out there. Then to go just mow people down. down. Lockdown closer. Yeah, I like might it. be a lockdown I'm in. closer. Uh, all right, second half. So the next two weeks essentially are going to shape this season for the Philadelphia Phillies. Obviously, they have to win games in September. That's the most important part of the season, especially with the history, but. They got two more against the Marlins, then two against the Yankees, and then eight straight at home against the Braves and Nats. And then it's the trade deadline. Like, what 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 does Dave Dombrowski need to see from these guys over the next two weeks to to actually go to go get Craig Kimbrell to maybe be in on Chris Bryant? And I don't think they can put a package together. I mean, I guess it's a rental, so you never know what what Bryant will cost. But you know, to really be in. <sighs> Man, it's tough because like how do you how do you judge three weeks worth versus you know <laughs> seasons worth yeah. from this team or like yeah. even the beginning of the season? Um, but but here's all I'll say is that if leading up to the last two weeks you have your star player and your first baseman saying we have to put pressure in the front office to go make moves and then they back that up, I don't know how you can look the players in the eye and say no, we're not gonna we're not gonna make a move here. You know what I mean? Like it reminds me a lot of um, uh, Verlander with the Astros. Like remember the Astros didn't make the trade yep. deadline, sure. and then they made the and then the players like almost revolted mm-hmm. um, in, in yeah. the clubhouse, and then they made the trade and they won the World Series, and obviously you know they cheated their way to a World Series, mm-hmm. but but nonetheless they got Ver- Verlander and the team was upset. Like hey, and in that moment, you know what? They won the World Series. Yes. So they, I'm sure you in the moment you can't take that moment that yes. night that feeling away. And listen. I don't endorse cheating, but if it gets me a World Series this year, yeah, buddy, let's do it. Let's yeah, do it. buddy, let's whatever do it. it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever. I, I'm not saying that loosely. Yep. Whatever it takes. <laughs> whatever. Just yes. get me to the postseason. Yes, yes. Um, but I just think that I think it's a it's a reward for the guys that and and the fact that they respond and the fact that you know this has been a different brand of of baseball I think than we have seen in the last couple of years and this is the first time I felt like they actually you know get along. Not that they didn't like each other, but they didn't know how to win together. They didn't mm-hmm. know how to play together. Yeah, we've talked about it a ton. Right. Here. But this is the first time I felt like they actually, you know, do. And this is the first time that they know each other and they're like buying into the rest of the roster and all that stuff. So I, I think that if they, for the next two weeks, continue to prove to Dombrowski that, hey, you know, we're going for it. We're really trying. We want to make the playoffs. We like give us a chance. I don't know how Dave can look at those guys in the eyes and, and, and say not do it. You know, I think we all understand that they're not good enough to really win the World Series and 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 all of that, but like just kind of throwing in the towel and and just kind of if we don't we don't yeah. our way through another mm-hmm. season. It's just like 
They're, and they're complaining about like fans not coming back to the ballpark. Which, it's like, yeah, it's like, well, what do you want? What do you want them to yeah. do? Like, it's not the Eagles. I mean, people are going to sell out Eagles games all the yeah. time. This is the, this is the Philly. It's like through historical, through historical precedents, they don't show up until the team proves that they're worth showing up mm-hmm. for. I don't and blame them. And then, and yeah. another season of if we don't, we don't our way through a trade deadline. I just don't. I don't think the fan base will do it, especially if they're playing good baseball heading into it. Yeah, and again, look at where this organization is. I mean, they have, and right or wrong, you know, what what is the smartest plan of action moving into the future is a whole separate debate, but where they have placed themselves as an organization is an organization that's supposedly going for it. You know, they're, they're, It's time. It's all in. This is the moment. And they have spent, I mean, again, they're the fifth highest payroll in baseball, so it is a, a club that theoretically should be built to win now, so... I agree with you. I think it would be hard for them to kind of sell. Well, and especially the, the like, sell. So look at see? the look at the way that the division's breaking for them. Yeah, like dude, Ronald Acuna Jr. is out for the year. The Braves, like the Braves, stink. Like someone said, without Acuna, it's a big loss. Someone I mean, said yesterday, like, oh well, the Braves have more talent than the Phillies. Not I'm anymore. Like, I'm like, no, they don't. No, no, they don't. No. Um, the Mets, you know, they've just been banged up all year. Did they lose Lindor? Like uh, the Mets don't, they don't scare me. Like to just again, just punt with with how the things have broken for the Phils this year would be disappointing. So I mean, it, and again, it, look, they haven't made the playoffs in a decade. You know, it, we want them to win the World Series. Ultimately, that is the goal in sports. But like making the playoffs matters. It's not like there is no value as an organization to making the playoffs for your fan base, for your players, all that stuff. Like there is value in it too to actually. Finally, getting back over that hump. Yeah, the it's the thing- longest drum baseball. <laughs> Wait, what the hell? Weren't the Mariners longer? The Mar- uh, National League, excuse me. National Na- League, longest yeah. shot in the National League, excuse me. Yes, uh, National League, longest shot in the National League. Forget I said the thing before. Come on. I know. Um, Mariners, and- by the way, better record than the Phillies this year. Yeah, and JP Mar- and JP Mar- Crawford's like Mariners keep winning baseball games. I know JP's like. Awesome. I know. I was out in Seattle, and I was listening to some sports talk radio. Talk about how much I love JB. Yeah, and I was like, they're like, oh, JB Crawford should be an all star, like That's all great. this stuff. I'm like, it's great. Our JB Crawford, <laughs> like our JP, different guy. Yeah, or? did you learn how to hit? And I looked it up. He's like, at the time, it was bad, like 286. They got like, dudes, man. I mean, Kalinic has struggled, but he's you know Julio Rodriguez. Uh, they just yeah. brought Logan Gilbert up. I mean, he's been for the most part really good. Oh, like, and they got uh, my guy George Kirby. They got dudes. George man. Kirby's the next to Grom. Like, if we're being serious, I'm just, I'm just throwing that take out there. If in five years he turns into a superstar, <laughs> like George Kirby was my like. I remember I, in the draft. When yeah. I first started doing draft, draft. I remember George Kirby. Oh, I loved him. Yep. I loved him. When I watched him, I was like, oh, he's an extra ground. Um, <laughs> who is a great opener, but um, <laughs> but, but it's, it's all, yeah, this no. is not a Mariners podcast. Uh, oh, by the way, Seattle sports radio was just brutal. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> I can brutal. imagine. Um, Different brand of radio out there, I think. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No calls. It was weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's uh, it's been it's been a long time without the playoffs, and it's just funny because, you know, all of sports now is so focused on like, well, can we win a championship? And if not, what's the point, mm-hmm. right? And and I agree, like to an extent. Yeah, like, yeah. On a basic level, it's all about that. Yeah. Yeah, but like. Man, can we just have fun? Yeah. Like for, for seriously, and th- guess- so, so, th- we elect to do this. I mean, now you and I have, have gotten to the point where we, you know, our jobs are tied to it and stuff like that. But like in general, like people elect to be fans of a sports team and to spend their hard-earned money on this team in a variety of ways. It's all a choice. Like we don't have to do it, but we do it because we love this freaking team. Like yes. 
make it fun for us, even if we don't win at all. Can we enjoy the, the whole process? Because that's the freaking point, Jack. Now, the part that does scare me, and this will be the hardest part for me to, uh, to, uh, to get over. I don't like that lead-in right there. Is it like, what are we giving up? Like if, well, that's the question. Like, right? Are we going all in? Are you, like, are we? Are we? Like, moving? we we'll both say right, right now, Dave, Dave. We know you listen, or you know your minions listen, yeah. and then tell you what's going on. Whatever it is, Mick Abel's untouchable. Oh, like untouchable. Yeah, if you move, just flat out. I will find it. I will become a Mariners podcast <laughs> if Mick Abel. All right, we're talking to Julio Rodriguez, baby. He's gonna well, be awesome. I mean, that'd be kind of fun. Wouldn't it be fun yeah, to talk well, to Julio Rodriguez? Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, buddy, let's talk about that guy. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, it's interesting. Like, I don't know. I would probably move Stott in the right deal. Um, I wouldn't just give him up for a rental. Um, be a lot easier to move Stott if you had taken Cleo Watson, but, but you know, like, yeah, we'll, it, it we'll sure just, would. We'll Although Luis, Luis Garcia did have two homers last night. Um, He's back. Remember we had Sal on to talk Luis Garcia. We were excited him. about Luis Garcia back in the, back in the well, day. He was very young playing and probably two levels above where he should yeah. have. So, um, but yeah, I, I just don't know like what like, I don't want to. I also don't want to give up players who I think can help us in the future for uh, rental. Like okay. I would give up player. I would give up if players. If you know Chris Bryant signing a contract here, okay, yeah. that's a different discussion. If you have already figured this out before you trade for Chris Bryant, I would be willing to give up Bryson Stott in that type of trade. Well, I'd I, be giving, I would give up Boom. If, well, you'd if have Bryant's, to give up more. I'm just yeah. throw, I'm giving out a name. I would give up players that matter in that type of deal if I know that Chris Bryant is going to be here for the next five to seven years or whatever. That's a very different situation exactly. than, yes. Than a rental starter or whatnot. So, um, but yeah, they're the, the, the idea that the Phillies have nothing down there, like annoys me. Like they do. Like it's not as robust as other teams and I get it, but because most of their prospects are like, are young, are young and, and down in the lower level. They don't have a lot of major league ready talent. No. Uh, Certainly not major league ready, high end talent. Or guys that can go into the fourth inning throwing 95 miles an hour. I, I was taking shots at Spencer there. I just was too, yeah. I was trying to be less direct about it, but sure. Yes, yeah. we're talking about you, Spencer. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be really, I'm I'm honestly, whatever happens, I am genuinely fascinated. Like, just fascinated how they're going to handle this. Because if they go all it's in. A, yeah, it's if, a really, it's it's a pivot point. Dude, so if speak. they go all in, it's awesome, and we're excited. And we're going to have fun If they it. don't go all in, it's kind of deflating, but I kind of understand It's it. also probably the smart, like, long-term health of the organization. It's probably this, probably. Again, we could be wrong either way, but it's probably the smartest decision. Yeah, and then there's always the, uh, the Andy McPhail deadline, which was Jason Vargas. Wilson Ramos. Well, honestly, honestly, as much as this is not exciting to hear, I think that those are the more likely type yeah. of trades we'll see. And look, to be fair, just because Clentac and McPhail, I was, I almost cursed there, bleeped those trades up and did a bad job with those type of trades, doesn't mean that those type of trades can't work. Like you yeah. see teams every year make those, you know, kind of cosmetic type of moves to their roster that actually end up having a, a real difference on the team. You just need to make the right freaking moves. But yeah, I. I it's a really precarious spot for this team, and it's a weird spot. Now, obviously, the ideal type of moves out there are the, you know, obviously, we'll get to Cole in a sec, but but that type of thing. But the ideal type of moves are find a team that wants to dump some money and just take on salary if you can. Like, if you can give up a lower-tier prospect to take on a bigger salary or something, like, John, get the checkbook out, brother. Mm-hmm. Like, it's time, all right? I know the whole luxury tax. How many times have we talked about that here? We've reached the point. Like, Cross the bleeping tax, bro. Like if that if that's what it takes to improve the roster in a significant way, 
I would way rather go over the luxury tax than give up real prospects. Yeah, and I, I do feel like he would rather do the same because I think w- the way he talked about, and I hope this is the case, but the way he talked about in that press conference about how like, we haven't drafted and developed talent well in 100 years or whatever, well, you know, let's give the prospects a chance. Yeah, to, to... don't just trade them away. Yeah. Right, so it was just money. Uh, and listen, this is probably their... This might be their best chance for a little bit until yeah. until like the next wave of talent comes in. And certainly, whatnot. and also certainly to your point, if you're going to do those type of deals, you're hopefully doing it for the next couple of years, and you're willing to add more in the offseason and free agency, and be willing to really go over the luxury tax if you do that type of thing. And then you could, you know, have a couple year run here where you're certainly the the one of the favorites, if not the favorite in the division, and then you you know, see what happens, kind of thing. So what you're saying is you want him to go get Chris Bryant and pay him? Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. I don't want to give up a lot for him, which is the tougher part of it. But yeah, like I want deals where I'm I, I want John Middleton to spend money right now. Cause you know what? That is the only real way without hurting the long term health of the franchise that you can take this group that you've committed to in a meaningful way and that isn't that far away, right? Like they're not there, but they're not like like there is stuff you can work with here that you can really build on. Just spend. Just spend. Spend. Yeah, what's your gut say? I don't think he's going to. Okay. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Again, I'm, I, know. I, yeah, I know. I, I know. I, it's what I've been at. I, I know. I will continue to say until John Middleton goes over the luxury tax, I will not believe John Middleton's going over the luxury tax. But that is the easiest way to improve your roster right now without hurting your, your long-term franchise. Yeah. I know. And it's not that big of a penalty. No. It's like, it's nothing. It's pocket change. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. You know, I'm sure he's not going to be afraid to go in the luxury tax. Steve Cohen is not going to have a problem going to luxury tax. He's like, wait, how much is it? He's like, I'm worth $12 billion. Like, yeah. Go for yeah. It. yeah. 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 I mean, that's the way, this, I mean, let's, that's the way he was able to. Can we just, quick public service announcement, just disease Phillies fans, just prepare for Chris Bryant to potentially be a Met. Like, don't be completely caught off guard when Chris Bryant and Craig Kimbrell are traded the Mets, okay? Because that is on the table. I know. I'm just getting is. people ready. I mean, you know, because that's, you want to talk about disappointing, you know, Ken Rosenthal tweets or whatever it is. Like, man, we're all sitting there like, oh, maybe they'll go all in or whatever. And then all of a sudden it's like, bam, hammer. Yeah. It's going to suck. Yeah. So just, I mean, just be mentally in that space where it doesn't just knock you on your ass. Yeah. Well, they did just go well over slot for Kamar Rocker. So. I know, man. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. So. And but, the Phillies but, wouldn't go over slot for Cleo Watson, but yeah, sure. But what make but what does make me a little uh, happy is that if if the reports are true, like Middleton in the offseason was like, "Oh, Steve Cohen's doing all this. I'm not going to let him just you know get away with everything." Yeah. So, I, I'll believe it when I see it. So will I. Yeah. So I, will I, I. John Middleton, you know, he's got a lot to prove. To it's me. time. Yeah, it's time. It's time. It's, he's got a lot of work to get back to Jack. Yeah. All right. Speaking of which, yeah. Oh my God, Jack is. I don't even know if you could see Jack. It's so far in front. Um, Cole, have you heard anything about the workout yesterday? I haven't heard too many uh, reports Z- from Zalecki it. Like you wrote this morning. I know that there he were was... twenty teams there, is what I heard, which is a lot. A lot. I guess teams need pitching help. Yeah. Uh, but and they're like, would... oh, it'd be nice to just pay somebody for it. That's why would good. twenty teams need to show up? Well, it there's... seems like a lot, man. It seems like yeah, a lot. It's like, yeah. you sure? Yeah. Um. But I guess uh, Zalecki wrote that his average fastball velocity was 88.5, and he was up to 90. Um, so that's basically what he was in, like, his one brave start last year, but also he was hurt. Yeah. And he was, he's apparently fully healthy now. So um, 
I mean, and then that's that's without even ramping up. Like, yeah, he wouldn't start for a couple weeks at least, probably three weeks or yeah, something. Yeah, like, said, lucky said a month. Yeah, something like that. Like, it would, that would be my guess. Yeah. yeah, but the fact, so the fact that he's already eighty-eight to ninety still, he got um, up to 91, 92, 93 range, and like Cole can succeed at that. That's what he was with, like in yeah. Chicago. He's not a he's not a guy that you need to blow. He's no, he's a change he's a change of speed guy. Yeah, fastball yeah. changeup guy. So, um, yeah, that doesn't scare me at all. Like the fact that it wasn't eighty-four, you know, or right. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, wasn't the people walked out and been like, wow, Cole doesn't look great. I threw 84 yeah. for what it's worth. Like, that's not great. Not anymore. You know no. I mean? Not anymore. <laughs> like, not even close. No. But it's just hard for me to get over that. Like, I can't trust a major league pitcher. I get it. Who, who, who at once yeah, yeah. throws when you, what you threw. I get yeah. that. I, mean, um, I think that's actually really, uh, that's you looking inside yourself and, and saying, you know what? I'm not good enough to be major league pitchers. That's good. Yeah. Well, I, I did decide I that. Appreciate, al- appreciate that perspective from you. I decided that a long time ago. <laughs> did you? Actually, though? the scouts decided for me that I was. <laughs> that's, that's really what it was. I personally thought I had a chance, but <laughs> the scouts said, mm, "Believe it or not, <laughs> command guys aren't uh, aren't aren't the new rage." So, um, especially ones without not like perfect command either. Right? Well, I used to have good command. <laughs> did you? Okay. Just because I haven't had it in seven years doesn't <laughs> okay. mean I don't okay. have it anymore. Okay. okay. Um. And that's, I mean, that's the only reason I'm sitting here on this podcast talking to you. So, um, but yeah, so listen, I, if he can get up to 90, I think realistically you should be able to get up to 91, 92, you know, if you give him a month to ramp up, get that arm even healthier. Um, and with an organization and you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do it, do it. Uh, yeah. Just do it. Just like, this is the, again, we've talked about it from every angle. I mean, John Middleton, as we know, you know, the, the, speaking of Todd Zalecki, the infamous poll, yeah. like John Middleton cares about, you know, the fans being interested in the ball club, John. This is one of those rare, rare moves where you have to do so little to gain so much. Yeah. <laughs> like, jeez Louise, dude. Like, it's a few million bucks probably. Like, just give it to him. Also. Bring the MVP home, the World Series MVP, all the good vibes. And, oh, by the way, he'll help your team. Um. Also. They did offer him. Like they made him a nine million dollar a year offer last year. I know, and he got eighteen from the Braves. Yeah, just to is, just to show, I, which was ridiculous. Right, but still, just to show like how far off the the mark they were. And that's pretty aggressively off the mark. He definitely got more than nine from from other teams. If you got eighteen from the Braves, you if like that's kind of a slap in the face to offer him nine. It is, but at the end, at the end of I mean, being, what do you mean? It told, he got double it. Like, I know, I'm sure but he got like twelve, right. fourteen, whatever. He got hurt. They were hindsight right in the moment. Like the point is, is like, you know, Cole was definitely like nine. Really? Thanks, Phillies. Like that was would have been his reaction. So, but what if it was actually their offer for this year? Oh, yeah, it was like a thinking, year out. Well, then I would be like, why are you giving him nine million dollars right now? That is way too much money. Like, yeah, pull it together. Yeah, but Put nine million dollars for like a third of a season. I don't think so. Regardless, prorated maybe. Regardless. They made him an offer. Yeah. So at least there might be a, <laughs> oh, that's, that's a little good. bit of interest. Good. And like, dude, it's such a win-win. Like, yeah. it's it, like, and the whole idea that if he comes back, you know, and he pitches bad, people are going to get on him. No, they're not. No. Like, no one's going to be like. He's Cole Hamels. He's, he, first off, he's Cole Hamels, and everyone knows he's 37 years yep. old. 38. Like, is he? Oh, he's almost catching up to you, buddy. Um, <laughs> but like, but everyone knows he's not coming back. Like, no one's gonna think they're watching 08 Cole Hamels. Know. You know, like We're everyone's gonna everyone's gonna be on the same page here. I mean, I would hope, right? Obviously, there's gonna be morons. There's gonna be and, some morons, but like, like always, for the yeah. most part, people are gonna be like, eh, "I'm glad Cole's back." Yeah. So here's my one other issue with this: 
Are we sure <clears throat> that Dave Dombrowski has not just been asleep for the entire? Are we sure he's like woken up yet this season? Is he in a coma or something? He is on the road trip. I mean, though. what has happened? I mean, like guys just keep getting traded. It's like, oh, Jock Peterson. I'd have taken Jock Peterson for that. Sure, why not? Uh, like, uh, why not? Jock Peterson is terrible. Yeah, not against right-hand pitching. Yeah, well, we saw Dude that. crushes right-hand pitching. Either way, look, I'm not saying they should have gone for Jock Peterson, but it does feel like there have been a few of those deals earlier in the season, the Talkman deal. Like, it just feels like it doesn't feel like I've heard the Phillies really be in on anything. Well, except for Buxton. And they have not. Yeah, okay, yeah. Let's go get the. I can't think of, like, honestly, for Byron Buxton's sake. I hope he doesn't end up a Philly. Why? Because that guy can't stay on the field. You think he's going to come here and the fortunes are going to turn right from? When does that happen? When does a guy come to the Phillies and all of a sudden all his ailments and all his issues go the right way? You don't think that's going to happen? No. Not for this team? I like but He's super talented, but like literally has never, ever, ever stayed on the yeah, field. Yeah, now the one this year was a freak injury. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, like, and Heyman puts a tweet out, like, superstar, Brian. It's like, he's not. It was like, bro. He's not a superstar. superstar. He's very valuable player. He's like, a really nice player. Yeah. yeah. He, he would have a year and a half left. He plays elite center field. He's one it of would, the fastest guys in the sport. It would be crazy watching a, a plus-plus fielder on this team. It would be. I don't know if we could handle it. No. It'd be like, like even just watching Ronald Torres when he plays, it's like, ho, oh, oh, look at that. Is that Ozzy Smith out there? Whoa! Is he the greatest player? Um, but <laughs> and he's a really nice fielder. He's not like an all-time great. No, he just makes the plays. He just in makes front the plays yeah. like a nice fielder. Crazy, yes. crazy concept. But yeah. like watching Byron Buxton be plays center field, it would be like, is this allowed? <laughs> What's like, that? Look, I would love to upgrade that position. For yeah, what it's worth. I think that if we're talking offensively, that's the number one upgrade. I think positionally that you're looking. Uh, yeah, because they have, a, what, a 666 OPS yeah. um, amongst center fielders oh, yeah. here. That guy who uh, everyone was all excited about. Yeah, cooled off a little bit. Um, well, yeah, classic. But um, <laughs> Who didn't see this coming? Like, yeah. who didn't think of? But, like, I, I just, with Buxton, I just don't know what you're giving up. Because like, he's obviously has great upside, and he's having an amazing year before he got hurt. And he's obviously a plus defender, so even if he doesn't hit, you're still getting that. He's a year and a half left. Like, are we, are we paying a hefty price for him? I don't know. I probably. hope not. Yeah. I, you probably I, have to, but is, right. he, is that really worth it? I'm not paying it. No. 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 It's not. It's not worth it. For a year and a half of Buxton, who like will probably play like half a year of it? No. Play a full season, and maybe I'll trade for you, Byron. But it would be fun. No. Don't, we're not making moves for fun right now. We're making moves to win, Jack. That a guy. That a guy. guy. All about business over there. Yes. This is serious stuff, Jack. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm good on the Buxton trade. I would trade for him, but I wouldn't give up the house. He's not my all-in trade. Yeah, you you absolutely can't. if you make an all-in trade for Byron Brooks, and I'm I'm <laughs> losing my, I might I'm cursing. All right, that's okay. the deal. If they go all-in and trade like Stott and this and that and whatever for Byron Brooks, and I'm coming on this podcast and I'm cursing and Jack can't stop me. All right, deal, deal. Okay, so don't do that. What if it's for what it's for uh, Buxton? Duffy and Donaldson. Bucks and <laughs> throw in Taylor Rogers and maybe I'll really start to, right. to lean that way. Right. Taylor Rogers would look good in the Phillies uniform. He would. He's nasty. We already have a good lefty closer. I'll take two. I'll tell you kidding me. Another guy can give you an inning or two if you need it. Like And we'll take that Levin. Oh, can we do that? Yeah. Done. I would make that trade. All right. I would make that trade. All right. Um what else did I have? I don't have my notes in front of me. We're doing a radio show in a couple minutes. I know. 
How about that? And now they're forcing me to talk Eagles. Jack's today. being forced to talk Eagles today. It's gonna be great. Yeah. It's gonna be. No one's gonna hear this in time. If you do, if you're one of those people who listen like immediately and you hear this, pause it, flip over, listen to Jack on WIP, then go back, and then you'll have the extra good context of, of what we we don't even know what we're gonna talk about. Yeah, we're figuring that out. Yeah, we did this first. Yeah. We cared a lot more about this than that. Mm-hmm. Don't tell anyone, mm-hmm. like our bosses and whatnot. Not that we have one right now, anyway. Yeah, like yeah. in limbo. Yeah, just hanging out. Yeah. Um. All right. What do you got in the take back? You got anything to take back? Here? Uh, I do think that Ron Torres needs to retire as a Philly. Like, I I need him to stay here forever. I so I was gonna go a step further and say I think they should just build the statue now, like Nick Foles style, where it's there while he's here. The whole, you know, just have it outside his big mark. He is. I mean, Girardi has gotten a lot questionably done here, mm-hmm. but keeping Torres was. Undoubtedly the right move. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, great. Hand Dude. up, hand up, thought he stunk. We all but, did. I know. But, but we never thought he stunk defensively. We always thought he was a good defensive yeah. player. It was just, I didn't think he'd hit. Yeah. And, and not just does he hit, he, he gets clutch hits. He's Mr. Clutch. I know. Him and, and, and boy, Travis did not have a good uh, first impression. The worst, I would say. Like, you could argue one of, if not the worst, single first moment as a Phillies player. I mean, again... We said it a million times. We've never seen that happen before. Like like that with the catcher and actually tagging yeah. him. I said cut him. One tight said tweeted cut him right now. I was wrong. Hand up again. A lot of hands up here. He is a, he's a nice player. He's another really good, smart player. And like you even saw it. He saw in the first inning yesterday um, of the first game where he came up and uh, Rojas is going to third base and instead of trying to make that throw and get him out, he's third to second base and kept the double play in order. Mm-hmm. And it's like. Look at that baseball IQ. I didn't know that was allowed. So, um, and then he, I mean, the first We're game was, behind, buddy. Yeah, basically the, the Travis Jankowski game. So he had two. He had two. He had two hits for four RBI, and I don't think either. Like it was like the softest two RBI hits I've ever seen. And uh, the bases fantastic. The bases clearing double was hilarious. It was like a. It, you mean can we just call it a bases clearing ground ball? Like, it was a bases clearing like double chopper or whatever you it was say. smoked. It was great. It was smoked. Um. Placement. He hit it exactly where he wanted to. Hit him where they ain't. Yeah, that's it's part. Of, yes, it's part of the game. Yes. Um, but yeah, you're the, the bench is really rounding into it's fun, and these guys are stepping up, and you know, they're starting to develop their own. Like, I believe that guy. I trust that guy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's big. Um, Bryce is batting like three thirteen in his last twenty two games. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I just if he didn't get hit in the face, I just want to know what Bryce Harper season we're getting. We're MVP. I mean, say like, now I will say, dehydration, dude. Yeah, just drink some. Water. Second game of the freaking start of the second half, really, bro? Yeah, Price. I don't know. Something doesn't uh, something doesn't pass my smell test on that. You think it's something else? Uh, yeah, like it just there's. I just find it hard to believe that any, an athlete becomes dehydrated that like much. Yeah, and especially like the second game back after like it's not like he's like. Yeah, played just, eight days in a row and he's he's feeling it. I have no he idea. He just had a huge break. He was just off the entire time. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm just saying that it felt fishy. Like I feel like kind of a, a thing to say to get people off their back. Okay. And I'm just one, I, wondering what the real story is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't I, I don't I don't know anything, but it just doesn't Feels feel weird. Right. I agree. It definitely felt weird. It was like what? Yeah. You missed the game. Was like what? Yeah. So um, so but yeah um. Just he could we we could have been in line for a massive season. Also, like did you if you had to guess what was what was his OPS last year? Like eight eighty. Dude, it was nine fifty three. What? Yeah, I never realized that. What? I know, I know. Obviously, not not many games. That's but, really a 
Fantastic season. Yeah, because OPS is 900. His OPS is 900 right now. And I was like, oh, he's never had that as a Philly. 953? Yeah. How do I not know that? I looked at it, too. I was like, that's not. That doesn't sound right. So, um, yeah, he's, he's just smoking the ball. Just uh, staying Speaking hot. of which, and, you know, another guy to our points earlier, like, you know, easy solutions right now. Um, do the right thing. But Alec Bohm, hopefully getting back from the COVID list, like another guy who has actually been better offensively, like, uh, you know, minus actually lifting the ball, but batted like 309 or something, 329 in, in June. He's batting like 280 in, in July when playing. Like, that's a guy who could maybe make a difference, if, yeah. you know, if he's on the field and playing. Yeah, so um, offense, I, I trust the offense a lot right now. Um, they're in a good spot. Today's a big game. I mean, they got it really is. Today is a big baseball game. Like, we'll see how they bounce back from the seven nothing loss. And, and look, they yeah. got to show that they can. So, uh, guess what? We all talk about how easy the second half schedule is. A big reason we talk about, it, or everybody talks about it being easy, is because there's a lot of freaking Marlins games on it. All right, so yeah. like, find a way to beat this team consistently. <laughs> Everyone else can. Everyone else does it. Like, find a way to beat this team consistently. Not this team. Um, but yeah, massive one today, massive series, and high hopes night. High hopes night. All right, uh, Saturday, July twenty fourth. It is like um, not our classic high hopes night because technically we are not allowed to give away any tickets here. But listen to the midday show, listen to the afternoon show on WIP. We're giving tickets away all this week coming up. Plus, you can register for tickets. Jack, let me pull up the link here. Go to our Twitters. Yeah, go to our Twitters. Go, Twitters. <laughs> go to our Twitters. Uh, our Instagram, I put it up and put the link in the bio. Um, but if you go to 94wip.com slash contest, it's yes, like the first one. Yes, it is. It is odyssey.com slash 94wip slash contest slash Miller dash lights dash ring dash the bell. You got all that? Does everyone have all that? No, I don't even know if I finished it. No, because then there's a... Dash night dash with dash WIP dash on dash seven dash two four dash two one. Hashtag so look at our Twitter account. Slash slash. So look at our Twitter accounts. <laughs> and then also, uh, I think we'll we'll put it in the uh, link of this podcast. Yes, we'll put it in the link of the pod and go. You can register for tickets or giving away ticks. We will be there. We'll be hanging uh, for an hour before the game. Be there for the game. Hanging out. Come hang out with us. Watch the game. Yeah, what, sure. Hopefully, uh, I mean, Phil's don't lose in Ohio. Phil's Braves. Night. No, no, no. Undefeated. I think. I don't really remember what happened last. I don't remember the first time. I don't. Wait, I know you don't remember it. The the <laughs> one on last Saturday, they won. They won. They won. Eight run inning. They've never not had an eight run inning. All right. Pretty good. Um, yeah. If anyone remembers, if they actually won the game when we went to it. Two years ago. Yeah. No memory. Totally forget. Yeah. I know Pavetta came in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think they lost, actually. I think they lost. <laughs> now that, that Pavetta's coming out of the bullpen, I'm pretty sure they lost. <laughs> pretty sure they lost. Pretty sure they lost. Um, all right. So check that out. We we It's going to be a blast. We'll be down there. Um, and uh, if you listen to this, like, immediately, uh, check us out on the radio. Talking some one to three. Talking some birds. Saturday, WIP. Talking birds. If you ever wanted to hear Jack Fritz... Fight his natural instincts and actually talk some eagles. Check it out. I can talk eagles. I know you can. Ugh. You wouldn't be here otherwise. We wouldn't I be here the show otherwise. All right. Um, hi, Hopes Night. Check out the tickets. Let us know. We definitely will be there. Let us know if you're coming. All that stuff. Any final thoughts, Fritzy? Um, win today. Win tomorrow. 
win a lot more. He spread some salt to us later.